Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. Hello, ballers! Hey, how are you guys doing? <laughs> hey, are you flirting, like, with the listeners? Yep. All of them? Uh-huh. At the same time? Oh, yeah. Nice. So what do you hope to accomplish by doing that? Honestly? Honestly. I hadn't thought that through. <laughs> hmm. Essentially making you a tease. <gasps> well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Wow, I'm sorry, everyone. And how are you going to make it up to them? Um, ooh, a little Michael Bolton. No. I said I loved you, but I lied. Because this is more the love I feel <laughs> Stop, stop, stop. Oh. Let's just start the show. Because <laughs> love can never feel Okay, 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 okay. All right, okay, all right. okay, okay. So, um, what, what, have you, you... what have you been up to this week? Okay. <laughs> I know it's been quite a while since between shows. Holy shit. Sorry about that, guys. But uh... Has it? Wasn't it just that this is a week out? Yeah, I no, guess. this is a week out. This oh, is yeah, the normal. Okay. It's just that okay, like what, uh, we mentioned it before, just to reiterate it real fast. We're we're back and forth about the date that we're going to be recording. So apologies that things have been switching up a little bit. We've been more recording on weekends now, um, which we had tr- been trying to get away from. So we, that's why we went to Tuesdays. Now we're back to when the back to weekends. Um, it looks like we're going to be sticking with that a little bit from from here on out, at least through BlizzCon. Then we'll reevaluate and see around that time, but. Yeah, it's just IRL's been super nuts lately. Oh my god, IRL. It's been so weird. So for this week, I'm going to be on the um, Gankbush Squad podcast, uh, talking heroes. (laughs) Gankbush is just like the funniest term for anything. Gankbush? It sounds like like a horrible affliction that somebody like might have. Yeah, it does sound like an STD. Did you just call their podcast an STD? No, I'm not calling their podcast an STD. I'm just saying, like, the term in general. Right, like, yeah. it's a gaming term, right? Like, I know, I'm just kidding. It's a hero's term, but, like, it just, it sounds like your friend would be like, oh, were you just talking to that girl? Yeah? Oh, dude, she's got gank bush. <laughs> it's like, how do you know? It's like, she gave it to me. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, you've got gank bush? Get the fuck away from me, that's contagious. <laughs> <laughs> For those not in the know, it's it's when your team hides in a bush and then kills the shit out of the person who who passes by. Yeah. That is a gank bush. It is not. It's also now an STD, an STD. <laughs> or an STI. What's the difference between STDs and STIs? Nothing. Oh, that's stupid. It's two different terms for the same thing. Okay. I'm oversimplifying, but roughly that. Okay, fine. Okay. You seem also, to know an awful lot about that. By I way. used to work for a, a sex expert. Sure, you did. A sexpert. Yeah. I used to do PR for a sexpert. Nobody believes that. Okay. The amount of things I can tell you about the female <laughs> vagina. Please don't tell me. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear you say that. Versus don't, the male vagina. Boy pussy? <laughs> <laughs> I used to work for a boy pussy ex- ex- expert. You are a boy pussy. Expert? No. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a thing to sandwich these two. Oh, I would about. so okay. go for a sandwich right one. now. <laughs> <laughs> So I will be on the Gangpush Squads podcast this week talking heroes. Then I will also be on Mick Montgomery's Dadbeard's podcast this week as well, talking Damn. Overwatch. So um doing a little little bit of little bit of horn myself out. Horn yourself out? Horn myself out. I mean, you're gonna be in a lot of places. 
Do you ever worry that people will get sick of you? That maybe I might contract a little something? Yep. From being in so many places? Yeah, you're going to go, you're going to get gangbush and then <laughs> put it all up in the dad beard. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, bushes and beards are <laughs> yes. like the same thing. Indeed. What about like you, Chin first? cubes. Okay. What are you- uh, <laughs> 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 I'm trying to make a d- comparison. Um, on Tuesday, I was on CTR. It was probably... Like, we always have fun on CTR, but yeah. that episode in particular was probably the best time I've had on CTR ever. Turns out, Pat Crane is a filthy, filthy person. Like, he is just, he's just, like, like teetering on the precipice of, like, full-on <laughs> sex jokes all of the time. And he knows all of my triggers as far as, like, he was talking about, like coming on the show he was talking about like wrecked penis jokes like he would just he would say he was things. not talking about any of those things he wasn't talking you about any of those things but he was like pulling those things he was choosing his words in a certain way that would set me specifically? off specifically and like it, instead of accidentally like he used to before he was yeah, more accustomed to us yeah. and now now he knows that he'll set you up by saying things a certain way and he's just yep. egging it on <laughs> He's got me now. He's got you figured out. But uh, we've got the link to the VOD in the show notes. The show was great, but uh, unfortunately, the after show was much better. Oh, my God. So if you want to just, like, get a taste of that, just, like, fast forward to the end of the show. And that's no way me, you know, telling you not to listen to the show. Because you should. It's a good show. But uh, anyway. um, And, yeah, I've just been working like crazy. It's so weird going out in the IRL to work. Because I've been working from home for, like, two years now or something like that. And, like, getting up, commuting, going to work, commuting home, etc. is just, like, I'm still not used to it. I'm super tired all the time. Like, I, uh, I'm i sure I'll get used to it soon. But uh, that's just me griping about it. Yeah, but you, uh, you easily, like, more than doubled your amount of work and work-related things now because you've working from home is one thing where you can designate time to to do things in particular yeah but then when you have a commute for a specific set of time to go to work and then a commute back that's a much bigger chunk of time on top of like it's not like you stopped any of the stuff you were doing before it's now now you have this this job plus all the things you had before yeah (laughs) which is kind of nuts so i'm not i'm not surprised you're tired i'm glad you're awake in here for this Woo! <laughs> Glad I don't have Gankbush because I feel I hear that can like really sap your energy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what would, uh, would the side effects be of Gankbush? Never mind. The symptoms of Gankbush include oozing, um, <laughs> leakage. Jesus, um, oozing. What? What's that? Frosty discharge <laughs> <laughs> from Harjitan. Oh, I got, I got, I got Gankbush, and then I got the old Harjitan uh, fucking frosty discharge. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, I got the gank. I got, I got the gank. Is the, are those left over from your days as a frost mage? N- uh, the no. frosty discharge. No, that's just me. That's like a, a a common affliction of Canadians, like being up north. <laughs> you get that frosty discharge and that uh, frosty discharge. It's, it's like a some kind of horrible pant slushy. <laughs> it's just awful. Sick. Um, it's kind of funny. Um, I went to the college I went to is called Algonquin College, and uh, um, people would try to call it the Gonk because you know, like, oh, abbreviations oh, are God. cool. Cool college kids, you know, saying things but only half of them 
Um, but that just sounds like a disease. So the when, gunk. Yeah. So like when you 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 know go to college and inevitably get insanely sick because you're hanging out with a bunch of gross college students, you'd get the gunk. And so that reminds <laughs> me of I got the gank. gunk, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I had the gunk quite a few times. <laughs> Fucking. That's like how one of our guildmates has been um, relegated to Albuquerque for work. Yes. He has, he's had to miss a couple weeks of reading. Poor Mike. So we keep calling it The Kirk, yeah, which got, also sounds like an Kirk. STD. <laughs> it's <laughs> like when you shorten something, it sounds like a horrible STD. <laughs> um, anyway, what have we been up to? Let's well, find out. <laughs> well, okay. So um, our patrons, in addition to being the most attractive of an already ridiculously attractive li- listenership... Um, have been, I want to say, pretty patient with us. Like, I wouldn't say we do a lot. um, I wouldn't say we go crazy with, like, the patron-oriented stuff. So we've been trying to figure that out. We've been trying to do better about that. That's why we've been announcing it on here, and we've finally started acting on that stuff. Um, We've been better hosts of our patrons uh, who have been And we're going to get better, too. Oh, absolutely, especially after BlizzCon when things are not as focused on that. However, we have two things in the works. One of them was already is already almost a week old, and that was um, some lagging balls reaction gifs that we created now this was your idea this was my idea um there's plenty of reaction gifs out there gifs are a thing gifs are a wonderful wonderful amazing thing um and things like jiffy.com have made it so easy uh for them to be shared and their integration into things like twitter in particular so they're all out there they're all up in everything um love that uh and there are certain types of gifs that are really great for reacting to ideas or you know, just showing a reaction of some sort, responding. Yeah, exactly. So the idea here was that we would make some of us, which was, I got to say, a really strange thing to do. Yeah, I did not like doing it. Yeah. I I mean, it seems incredibly self-serving, obviously, to sit there and like film yourself over and over doing a bunch of things, assuming that anybody else would give a crap about that. But it was, it was something we were trying to think of that could be creative to offer, um, that might be fun to use. And we've had them used at us a couple times already, which is just kind of hilarious. Uh, so those are for patrons only through Tuesday, the 17th. Um, so shortly after you hear this, um, show, and then they will be released into the wild. Uh, we're oh, loading them to Jesus. Jiffy. Uh, so they will be up there and they will be tagged with lagging balls and tagged with thorn and fist. Um, uh, so you'll be able to find them all on there. Um, so, you know, start looking out for those. If you want to, see us doing ridiculous crap yeah or don't and and use them to react to people because that's <laughs> kind of weird and strange and hilarious so um i gotta say the the weird thing about it was it was strange to do and it was self i was very self-conscious about it to start mm-hmm. i loved the idea obviously that's why i came up with it but once i started doing it i was like oh this is so uncomfortable like i'm filming yeah, myself you know somebody's gonna use those reaction gifs for something awful like which your, is great. Your face is which gonna would be, be on great. something horrible. Yeah, that's and that'd be perfect. That'd be wonderful. Okay. But um but it was less that. I wasn't even thinking of that. I was just thinking of like again how uncomfortable it is. Like I don't even do selfies that often because I just don't you know. So um but once I got into it, I really got into it. Then I it really started to kick into overdrive and got really, really fun. So that was a lot of fun and uh look out for those soon. The second thing we're doing for the patrons is a patron hangout that'll be next Saturday. The uh, October 21st, it'll be 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, patrons, if you're hearing this, we've put up a blog on the Patreon site for you guys in particular, just for you to see, uh, that has all of the 
uh, time zone equivalents for both the U.S. and at least Australia. If you can think of any others that we should add on there, feel free to let me know. Um, but yeah, that'll be a really good time that's going to be yeah, on we camera just, with us. We're looking to hang out with you guys and uh, most of all, hopefully get some feedback on the way the show's going. Yeah. And, and other Patreon stuff that we can do for you guys, like what you guys actually want. So looking forward to that. And then uh, on Friday, we did the LBS the LB stream, the lagging ball stream on yep. Twitch. Um, we set out to talk about rating, and we ended up talking about uh, Batman. The, <laughs> a lot of Batman. The Batman movies. Uh, <laughs> the first, <laughs> first one, Batman Returns, uh, Batman Forever, mostly, and a little bit of Batman and Robin. So, if you, aka Nipple Batman. Yeah, Nipple Batman and Robin. So, if you enjoy those movies, you should probably watch the the thing. The thing that we did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I also gave it a complete uh, overview of the Marvel's The Runaways and also the movie Orgasmo. So if you're interested in somebody regurgitating the plot of things to you, (laughs) yeah! So we'll have the link to that in the show notes. And then finally, um, we the Extra Life charity stream that we did last week, we did end up just as a a final note on that. um, Thanks again to everybody who... uh, contributed, who watched, who streamed with us and all that sort of thing. Um, there were a lot of people involved. We ranged about $390 for the children. For the children. Uh, and and um, in addition to that, we'll have a special segment at the end of this show with Spaz Wesson of Reigns of Azeroth, who <gasps> came on with us to talk specifically about um, his part of the stream. So thanks for that, Spaz. Thanks um, to Croc Argyle. Thanks to everybody else who, um, Giddy, you were in there to, to stream um, Thank you to everybody stream. who um, donated to me because of my bathing suit top. <laughs> Appreciate it. Makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> we need a bumper for Blizzard news. I think you just made one. <laughs> All right, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have some just some amazing Blizzard news. Like, there's so much, and like. You know WoW is my game, right? I Uh love WoW. And you know I love Overwatch because I love playing that too, and it's great. But I think just any news about Blizzard itself is my favorite news to report on. I just, the hype is unrivaled, especially now, like when we're like, what, two weeks away from fucking BlizzCon? Yeah. You guys! It's so fucking close. Holy shit! Let's just bring up a calendar, shall we? So fuck. So fuck. Okay? Listen to me. So assuming that we're on this fucking crazy-ass schedule, we've got two fucking shows left till motherfucking BlizzCon. Two. Holy two. shit. You know how much that is? One! It's- and then another one! <laughs> That's only two! <laughs> so, um... Just quickly, like, we have no fucking idea what our schedule is going to be like uh, while we're at BlizzCon. I don't know if we're going to upload a show or not, but I'm going to be on a panel at Calm Before the Storm. We are going to be tweeting, discording, live streaming a ton of shit the whole time. Although we might not do a show on time or that week at all, we will make it up to you and we will be available to you through a ton of social media, so... Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I can almost guarantee right now we're not going to be doing a show that week. So that we're looking at the week of from the 29th through the 8th. The 29th of October through the 8th of November um, are the two sets of overlapping dates that will be out of town. Yes, because you're separately. going early. I'm going and early. I'm staying late. You're, you're going to be there later. Yeah. So because of that crossover, we should have a, a show out before the 29th on hopefully the 28th or 29th itself. Yeah. Um, but then we won't have another one until 
the weekend after BlizzCon, probably at the so you're looking at the 11th or 12th. We'll, but we'll make it up to you. Yes, somehow. but we'll have other other pieces of info coming out in the meantime. Hells yeah! So let's get into it. What what do we have for Blizzard news? Okay, what it's going so, on. First of all, the f- the latest wave of six month bans rolled out to people in Warcraft. Um, so people who were using things like teleport hacks or combat rotation scripts, think people who were hacking in ways that they shouldn't be using bots and shit like that. So I don't understand. Yeah. How people can do that? Number one, you're playing this game to play the game, yeah. not to have like some bullshit help you play the game. Like if you need help, just ask people. Ask me. I'll help you. Probably. I'm yeah, not busy. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. But it's got to be like a convenience thing, right? Like I somebody guess. feels like if this thing, we all know about bots that gather, right? The gathering bots that, that yeah. will go around and gather herbs and and yeah, um, that bullshit. Yeah, that's like gathering that's stuff. Been like, like this is like actual gameplay, though. You know. And I just yeah. and secondly, I'm sure that's included here. Though. How can you like even install this shit on your computer? While thinking about, like, Ian Hazakostas' giant blue eyes. Like, like, how could you do this to him? <laughs> like, that's bullshit, and you know it. You can't do that shit. You can't. It's not fair. So we don't know how many people were included in this, but it was covered on Reddit, and they have, um... There, an email was shared on the on the Warcraft subreddit. Um, there's nothing particularly special about the email. It's it's what you would expect. It's a, a little bit of harsh and a little bit of Ooh, um, yeah. nice. How, how harsh is it? Um, just that they don't take the decision lightly, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that you, and that the accounts will then be reactivated on uh, in April of 2018. So, oh, yeah. um, you, you know, know we that? had the oh. Jeff Kaplan see you in 30 days. This yeah. is the Warcraft see you in six months, bitch. Oh, I love when Blizzard gets really, really aggressive. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so fucking good. <laughs> Oh, take that, you fucking plebeians. Oh, yeah, Blizzard. Wow, Ban them for the six whole months. Ban them for six months. Oh, fuck. You right? <sighs> yeah, that's some fucking justice porn right there. Indeed. Also, the BlizzCon map is up. Okay, so I have some shit to talk about. Tell me. With this fucking map, so let's bring that up. <laughs> holy shit. They are, like, okay, it is fucking bigger than ever, like we knew. But holy shit, like, they've got so much shit everywhere, including upstairs, out in the lobby. Like, it's all spilling out. It's like when I get home from work and take off my shapewear. It's like... (laughs) 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 It's like the gif. Oh, my God. Okay. You know that part in The Little Mermaid where um, Ursula uh, turns back into what she looks like, but she was previously, like, dressed up in a wedding gown looking like a dark-haired Ariel kind of thing? Right, totally. And, like, her fucking octopus fat, like, just, like... (laughs) Like, rips out of the fucking... Do you think that, like, people who are really into tentacle porn are just, like, oh, fuck. (laughs) That part in particular? (laughs) (laughs) And then she fucking grabs... Ariel, I think, or, yeah, she grabs her and then, like, fucking tosses her in the ocean. I don't know. You know why? Why? Because she got her looks. Her pretty face. Her pretty face. (laughs) But you can't underestimate the importance of body language. (laughs) 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 Why do you know that? Because my little sister watched that yeah, like oh, 700 oh, your billion times. Your alleged little sister. Listen, I had my own that I watched about a 700 billion times, but my younger sister was, that was her era. Yeah. Because every kid does that. Dude, that was the first movie the I ever saw That the you theater. love over and over. But why am I talking about this? Okay, so, like I said, tentacle fat spilling out all over the place. <laughs> so, um, we can see that the Overwatch arena is, is in the arena that the StarCraft arena was in. Uh, that's great. Uh, Dark Moon Fair upstairs as usual. T- uh, Hearthstone tournament stage upstairs as usual. 
Fucking, so what I really want to talk about, like, what I'm most excited about here is that I can see that there is an Overwatch demo. Mm-hmm. A Heroes of the Storm demo. Mm-hmm. Hearthstone demo. Mm-hmm. And a World of Warcraft demo! What are we demoing? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. There wasn't one last year, was there? I don't know. No, there fucking wasn't. Was there? I can't remember. But I don't think there was, because I would remember. The year before that, there had a demo. You know for what? What? Demon Hunters, you oh. motherfucker. So, like, what does that mean? Do we get a new class? Do we get a new uh, uh, race? Do, like, what? what is it? What is what it? What is demoing? it? Tell me. What? What are they demoing? Yeah, what are we going to demo? What's the demo? What's the demo? What's the Overwatch demo? What's the Heroes demo? What's the di- what is the Diablo 3 demo? I don't know. The supposed game that supposedly has no fucking information. Right, yeah. Coming out. What are we demoing? Yeah, what would they be doing What are there? the secrets? Reveal them to me. Two weeks? Can't wait that long. Like I said, <laughs> one plus another one equals two, which is way too long to wait for this. Like, World of Warcraft demo, what is it? Also, that looks like there's a Junkrat statue. Yes. And I was going to say, like... <laughs> Junkrat statue, awesome. Is that is that what is coming out of the giant loot box? Is that what is coming out? Nice. No, because I hope not. that is going to be revealed on the heroic stage, which is very far away from the Junkrat statue. So I don't know. But like, just looking at all of this stuff, like there's so much like revealed here, you know? Like this is, there, there's so much, there's like spoilers on this map. Like if, I, I feel like if I really looked at it for a really long time, I would probably understand everything that's going on. Or at least have accurate, somewhat accurate, accurate predictions. I don't know. Also, I appreciate how many fucking bathrooms there are around here. Yeah, nice job. There's like uh, like four or five. Because we're all going to be full of piss and vinegar. Piss and vinegar. And concessions. It looks like the concession mm, stands are... So many concessions. ...where they were last year. Which is important because I made sure to identify those and remember them. I gotta say, I really hope they have those 20th anniversary Diablo cups, like mugs, that they put the beer in last year. Well, I know it's no longer the 20th anniversary, yeah. but still, like, that was a really nice touch. Like, yeah. not only to, st- to step in line and get a beer during this thing, which is just awesome to begin with, but also then to walk around with, a, like, a Diablo 20th anniversary mug to carry it in, which totally. is just great. And I really appreciated the uh, the commemorative coin that you got after you just tried out the Necromancer. Yeah. It's like, get in line, play video games, get a coin. And that fucking thing is awesome. That was, like, one of my favorite things that I got. Yeah, and I feel like the one of the things that's not listed on here is the station they're going to have um, for replacement underpants next to the World of Warcraft demo mm. and all the, the other demo stations so that you can replace the pants that you just pooed yourself in after you get to see what they're demoing next. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's very close to, uh, to a bathroom, thankfully. But uh, yeah, no, I, I can't speak. Like, I'm literally just like, I can't even. Like, World of Warcraft demo. You can't even? Like, I'm looking at this map, and the thing that, that's making me want to, like, freak out and run down the street is the World of Warcraft demo. What is it? What is it? <laughs> okay, let's move on, because holy shit. But we'll have the link to that in the show notes, because you fucking got to see it. The map, I mean. I just want to say one last thing. What? There's one recurring theme in this, and that's um, a very esports-oriented setup. Yes. Um, each of these areas is, is kind of centered around a tournament stage, which is pretty bitchin'. I know. Like, this... Fucking esports is the future, my friend, and the fact that all of these are kind of oriented around that, like you can just you just look at the map and it's very specifically tournament stage, tournament stage, tournament yeah. stage. Like that's this is what's going down. And I love that Blizz has an esport for each of their games. 
Yeah, multiple for some, Kinda. right? Kinda. Yeah, like not Diablo, obviously, but it's just... Oh, give it time. They're going to start doing oh, speedruns yeah. or some crap. Oh, I don't fuck know. yeah. I just, like, I'm so pl- proud of Liz for just, like, getting on this train and fucking leading the way. You know what else I'm glad about? What? The Overwatch portion is very far away from the Warcraft portion. Cause Why is that good? I just, I have a feeling that a lot of people, like, probably more than, more than half of the people going to BlizzCon this year are straight up Overwatch fans more than anything, you know? Like, I'm just glad that arena stage is so fucking big. Yeah, it's fucking huge. But I'm just like I was I'm I was worried that like perhaps the like I'm going to be around the WoW area most mostly. So if you're looking for me, I'm probably around there somewhere. But it's it's I was worried that like the Overwatch crowd and the WoW crowd was going to like get all mixed up and there'd be like no seats, you know, and and no space to walk around in and, and you know? Yeah. Cuz I just I just figure like the Overwatch people are going to be very large and in number and that's fine but i'm just glad that they're you know over on the right wow is over on the left everything's fine Yeah, you want to take a look at this if like if you haven't been there or if this is your first year or maybe if you've been there and haven't gone over there before because it was the starcraft area and maybe that wasn't an interest of yours the the area that's called the overwatch arena isn't an area of this this venue called an arena and it's it's a real deal arena yeah it's oval shaped there are stands there are multiple levels of stands like you go in there and you expect to see like traditional type sports because of how big the area is. So, you, you know that there is that bitch can be ample seating up. this time. You know, I I won't be running into my issue last year of not being able to get in at all because I took a bathroom <laughs> break at the wrong moment. You're always taking bathroom breaks. I need to go to the bathroom. Disgust me. Let's move on. So next up, um, a Chinese game developer is being sued for copying Overwatch. Rightly so. And and I mean outright copying Overwatch. Oh yeah. Did you see some of the gameplay on I this? I did, yes. Holy shit. Like, even some of the color schemes are the same. <laughs> like, really? Like, there's, like, Reinhardt's little brother hanging out with his fucking Reinhardt's <laughs> shield and shit. <laughs> like, you get, like, the right. interface is literally identical. Like, yep. what the fuck? Like, it's. The interface is identical. The maps are identical. Yeah. So the gameplay I saw was on Ilios. It's literally the Ilios well map, like, pixel for pixel. But it looks shitty as fuck. Well, it's a mobile game. So this was literally trying to basically do Overwatch on mobile. So of course it kind of looks sh- well, not necessarily a course. It it looks shitty. It's a complete knockoff. Like that, all the same pathways, all of the the um, flanking routes, everything, every last piece of it is exactly the same. Even the walls that are like fences instead of walls, like it's all exact. It's literally copied. Well, like the the health packs are the same. Like it's just literally the same thing. <laughs> It's just the same thing. Yeah. And so, like, the, the furthest they go in any direction otherwise is the look of some of the characters, even though they do the same thing. So, in, instead of McCree, it's an Asian guy. But he does the same thing. He's smoking, and he's got guns that he uses the same way. They do the same thing. It's, like, <laughs> so stupid that it's so such a knockoff. But but uh, but Blues gets to, to bring the, the fucking hammer down again. Oh, fuck. Yes. I love when that happens. I love when that happens. Blizzard justice is the sweetest justice of all. <laughs> uh, and speaking of super sweet, uh, as usual, BlizzCon.com has new videos every Wednesday leading up to BlizzCon. This Wednesday, this week, they had some really great ones. Uh, one in particular that I love is called Developer Q&A Tales from Blizzard. It's fucking adorable. It's got 
a bunch of devs, uh, including some that we haven't seen yet uh, on these uh, on this uh, BlizzCon video series. Um, but it has the origin story of Ben Brode. Nice. And it's, awesome. it's ridiculous. And it talks about like um, uh, their favorite piece of merch. Uh, what their first day at Blizzard was like. Like, it's just, oh, it's awesome. so fucking cute. And of course, Ian's in it and he's absolutely adorable. So, um, definitely check that out. Uh, I'll have the link to that video in particular in the show notes for you. But, uh, just if you have a ticket, uh, like a real ticket or a virtual ticket, you can see all of them. If you don't, you can see some of them. So check out blizzcon.com. LB Newsline. News you can use unless you refuse. We got some wow news. We got some wow news. What's up? <laughs> well, this weekend was the great Nomergon run. It was. It was the micro holiday um, officially within the game, mm-hmm. which is the first time. It's the eighth annual of the Running of the Gnomes charity event. Um, so that you've probably heard of um, if you've been a listener to this show for a year. You heard it here last year. Um, but there are also plenty of people who hadn't heard of it. Um, this is the first time that it's actually included within the game as well. So there's an official micro holiday that happens on all servers. Um, it is gnome related, though. You do have to go roll a level one gnome. Yes. So a bunch of people from our Discord, um, Klaus Steam was the one to bring it up because I didn't realize the time. Um, we all jumped on at the same time. We formed a group. We ran the running of the gnomes, um, the path together as a group. We successfully avoided. Um, becoming the meat shield for any other gnomes <laughs> and watched as some other gnomes fell around us <laughs> and successfully ran all the way from um, the gnome starting area all the way to the ending at um, Booty Bay. So it was a good time. Um, it was actually surprisingly fun. I was a little disgusted with myself for making a gnome because both Alliance and Gnome, um, which are just really puntable, um, but uh, we stuck with it and it was surprisingly fun. Um, especially just like having everybody, there was so much camaraderie in, in all of it. And there was just a mass of people and we ran into a bunch of problems with lag and, um, you know, going into something like the, the tram from, um, iron forge to Stormwind. That was just a hot mess. And yeah. the getting the tram to even appear on the screen because the lag was so bad. And then also getting on the tram and then having it disappear under you. <laughs> mid track and then just basically having to run the rest of the way <laughs> like it was a bit of a mess but it was still really fun so so i did it too uh you know for charity i guess it was okay i i'm sorry i just uh, uh, I, I did it for charity okay but it turns out that the gnome run uh raised uh 15k wow that's a lot their goal was four thousand yeah. this year that's a lot of money raised so Kudos to everybody who did it, uh, even people like me who just are not Alliance and certainly are not gnomes. <laughs> um, and uh, kudos to Blizzard for making it a micro-holiday, thus increasing awareness and everything. And uh, uh, hopefully um, everybody can, or more people can participate next year. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> this Tuesday, October 18th, Everybody's favorite in game holiday starts, which of course is Hallow's End because it is, of course, October. Um, so the event goes from October 18th to November 1st. Um, if you still haven't gotten your Headless Horseman mount, Born, Ugh. good luck to you. <laughs> Man. Um, but who cares about that when the real uh, king of mounts... 
king of mounts uh makes its uh its its yearly appearance which is of course the magic broom uh um, as far yes. as i'm aware the only mount in game that you can mount while moving therefore unless you can, you're a druid into flight form um, unless you're a druid into flight form but you know, but only druids, druids get that otherwise yeah but this time of year once you get that broom dough that broom dough you can jump off Anything and mount in midair, and it's fucking sweet. It's so fun. It Holy crap. It feels awesome. And that mount, like, it's zippy, it's small, it's cool. You can pretend to play Quidditch. You can pretend to be a witch. Like, fuck, like, just try it. Like, if you've never, like, just get on Dad Broom, and it's just, it's so satisfying, like, running out of an inn, jumping off the stairs, and then just, like, poof, flying away, man. <laughs> I mean, and it's so, like, you can get away from gankers like that, too, just, like, poof. Flying away, <laughs> leaving a trail of fuck yous up into the sky. You know, it's just fucking great. So that's what I'm most excited about. God, that mount is fun. It's the best. You just like, like keybind it to like something on your mouse or something easy, and yeah, you just, you just jump you off just of things. And, oh, it's so good. Nimbus it's so 2000 fun. motherfuckers. Makes me want to be a druid the rest of the year. Makes me want to be a real witch. Assuming those are real things. It's hard. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. So we got some more uh, Halloweeny shit. Halloweeny, Halloweeny shit. The Halloween terror event. Yes. Have you played it? Of course. What did you think? Well, it was interesting because like last year, Halloween Terror um, brought with it, of course, Junkenstein's Revenge, which was the first PVE uh, content in Overwatch. Yep. Ever. So um, I did it a ton last year, and. When I went into it this year with, like, the, the cool narration at the beginning and, like, the sound effects and everything, like, it all came flooding back like it was nostalgic. And I was like, oh, this is great. I love Blizzard nostalgia. It's so fucking awesome. And the cool thing is, like, last year, I wasn't a huge soldier player, but I took to him last year. And ever since, I have been playing him regularly because I started to really enjoy him. And so this year, when I play soldier in Junkenstein's Revenge, I'm fucking great at it, you know? Like, because I've had a whole year to practice, so, yeah, no, I'm, I'm loving it. Loving it. That's awesome. Have you been loving it? Yes. And it, so it was, first of all, it was what we kind of thought it would be, which was the the same event, yep, basically. same event. With um, a few tweaks. Yep, an added boss, which is fucking Dragon Symmetra, the most gorgeous skin that Overwatch has ever come up with. Skin is amazing. Oh my god. She's the summoner, and she pops out. And, and she's a pain in the ass. She tries to microwave you, and she puts up a shield generator for all the Zomniks. So that's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. Like, you have to yeah. you have to go take care of that shield generator, and she's sizzling the crap out of you the whole time, so it's rough. Oh, yeah. And it's really hard on the healer. She, and... she burned into a Chris. Yep. Chris. And then it gets nuts, you know? So depending on the mode you're on, yeah, um, now there's, it's pretty hard. Yeah, because now there's endless mode. Yes. Which is what? Like 12, 12 wave? 12 waves and then bonus waves after that. <laughs> Boner waves. Yeah. Um, but apparently and, uh, you can make um, a custom game and be whatever hero you want. Oh, that's cool. As well. But in, in endless mode, you do get access to additional heroes. Yes. So like, the re- the normal version is Hanzo, Soldier, McCree. And Ana. And Ana. Yeah. But then in endless mode, you can also be Torbjorn. You can also be Zenyatta. Torbjorn is most notable because holy shit, is it nice to like have a Torb drop a turret and just take care of those those Zomnik stragglers that you yeah. don't see. I don't know, fucking like some like I'll stand in front of the fucking door and then I'm shooting away and then all of a sudden I hear one behind me. Like where the fuck? 
where did you come from, bitch? <laughs> and he's just like, and I'm like, get the fuck out! I and like that explodes. sound effect. Yeah, me too. But it, I mean, it's it's harrowing because you hear when you hear it, that means they're really close to you, yes. which means they're right behind you. Yeah, and if you're already like right up against the door, you're like, where the fuck is this guy going? Yeah, and then it's too late, and then you have to eat a rip tire because. Which is rough, but there's a, there's a pro tip for you right there. Don't be up against the door. Yeah, don't do that. It's which is hard in the moment because you're you're backing up to to try and take care of the people who are approaching en masse. Yeah, and you know you just kind of naturally get backed up against that door when they're really heavy on the push. But that's a bad place because all all of the bigger mobs that shoot those like grenade type magic things at you. I don't know what to call them. <laughs> They're called grenadiers, but I don't know Grenade what they're actually shooting at you. Magic things. Yeah, they they shoot like shiny shit at you that they sure kind do. of explodes on contact. So I hate that when you are all grouped up by the door trying to fend them off, then you're just a giant. You're just creating a giant target for like a minefield of that crap. So definitely, it's not a good place to be. And since that's where the mines are going, if you're not going to shoot them in time and they explode on that door, they're going to hit you and explode on you as well. They're going to explode all over you. All over you. So anyway. Damn good time. I didn't know about the custom thing. I'm going to have to try that out. Yeah. We'll definitely have to try that out. If I can even think of who I'd rather play other than that. I'm not sure. Bastion. <laughs> I got to say. Oh, yeah. Bastion. Just Holy fucking crap. mow that shit down, Oh, my bro. God. Yeah, there's got to be a reason. Huh? Right. But I got to say, Hanzo is surprisingly fun in that mode. If you say so, man. Hard, but fun. Yeah. I got. I was forced into a Hanzo situation. I just. I. Oh, God. I suck at Hanzo so much. But still, just that is just such a fun piece of content and i love it and the skins this year are great cthulhu uh zenyatta not actually so called good. that cultist zenyatta uh fucking viking torbjorn pirate anna uh, like so i said good. dragon symmetra fucking uh zarya Ven- totally 80s zarya fucking, let's She's get physical zarya oh, oh my so god good. um i think that's my favorite honestly yeah no nah, yeah. this is dragon sim for me yeah i understand and- a Van Helsing, uh, McCree. Which is awesome. Dracula Reaper. Also awesome. They're all so good. They are so good. Yeah, I think that's it. So if you haven't gotten in there and you have the game, get up in it because it's way fun. As usual. We asked, you answered. Here's our question of the week. <laughs> okay, so... um. We all know that at BlizzCon, one of the most exciting things to possibly ever happen is they're going to open a giant loot box on stage. I am so fucking stoked by this. I, do you think they're going to have like the like sound effects and lighting and shit God, to I go with so. it? I hope so. I hope. Maybe like, some pyrotechnics. I want some fucking can-can dancers. <laughs> I want fucking Motley Crue to come out. I want the fucking spinning drum kit. I want uh, fucking uh, Kickstart My Heart to start playing. Who's the Who's the pet? In Warcraft, who's the stove that flips the pancake? Pierre? Yeah. I want I'm, Pierre to yeah, pop out and like, flip Pierre the pancake. To make like a hundred <laughs> pancakes. Fucking, <clears throat> fucking Motley Crew, Fucking uh, fireworks. Pyrotechnics. I need a tiger. Um, fucking acrobats. I don't know. I just uh, fucking let me open the box. I'll do it. Just give me. It's got to be like an exacto knife. I'll when get it open. Prince Ali, Ali Ababwa, like yeah! pops through the door, and then like everything flies everywhere. Yeah. Like, like a, a boo, the elephant pops the door open, and then everybody just like the tumblers go in every direction. Yeah. And the fireworks go off, and like everybody, yeah, like that. Oh my god! Please, 
Please, Blizz. <laughs> Not that we're setting the bar too high or anything, Blizzard, no, but, you know, I just, just do that and we'll be at good. At this point, I don't even care what's in the fucking box. I just want them to open it so I can see what's inside. <laughs> but we asked you guys what you thought might be in the giant loot box of BlizzCon, and we'll start with our Discord answers. Draven Dresden says, um, Greg Street. <laughs> he will be inside the box. He'll hopefully, pop out. Hopefully there's some air holes, because, you know. Hopefully I don't put him in there too early. Yeah. Multizord says, loot. Loot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, probably. <laughs> That's probably it. Uh, Tatsumi says, Metzen. All right. The more I think about it, I think that's the the right answer. I feel like, I feel like Chris Metzen, you know, he, he tried to get away from Blizz. You can't get away from Blizz. It's like when people say, oh, I'm not going to play WoW anymore because I just like my whole life is about WoW and I'm just not going to play anymore. And then, you know, they're telling me this and I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shut up. That's (laughs) That's like Chris Metzen. He's like, you know what? You know, I've been here for so long and, you know, I've devoted so much of my life to it. And, you know, I've just got some IRL stuff that I need to take care of, like kids and wife and stuff like that. Like, it's just, that's the way it's got to be. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been enough of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go away for like a year and you come back and you're just like, I'm fucking, I'm fucking back. Like, I can't, I can't get away. So fucking Chris Metzen is going to come out of the loot box. That's also my prediction with fireworks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah. uh, Blank says, let's not be fooled. It's going to be a bunch of sprays in one legendary that just turns out to be coins. <laughs> Most likely. Uh, Devis <laughs> says, dupe box. No. no. <laughs> Kishi says, an even larger backpack. And that is Taryn Gregory cosplaying as a gnome. I would not see that coming. But I would <laughs> if, if Taryn Gregory popped out of that loot box for some reason... I would be very be happy. happy. <laughs> I would not be upset by that. That would be great. Um, Ali says, in the loot box will be a smaller box. And that box will be an even smaller loot box. And in that box, a little replica of Snowball that is adorable, making amazing sounds, and has a remote control. Oh, my God. That'd I be so that. cute. I would I want that. <laughs> That's the thing I want. <laughs> nice one, Ali. Lumpy says, it will be Terry Crews busting out Papa Power and a new hero reveal. <laughs> that would be great. Terry Crews dressed up like Doomfist. And then he goes around, like, punching people. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately one-shots everybody on yeah, the, on the stage. Yeah, and he smells great. Ep- <laughs> Epic Skills says, pretty sure they're going to unveil how loot boxes are going to be in every IP. All right. Could happen. Well, there you go. Could happen. That's, like, a reasonable <laughs> thing. Spaz Wesson says, boobs! Wait, wait. Nope, that was weeks ago. Yeah, that was totally weeks ago. But, uh, again, boobs would be fine. Uh, says, uh, serious answer. Jeff will pop out, announcing that Overwatch has made so much money that they are now moving the game to a free-to-play format and also giving everyone 10 free loot boxes, because why not? Or, the hottest cosplayers you ever did see will all pop out of clowns, <laughs> out clowns car style and sexy costumes of all the Overwatch characters and do a burlesque dance number to the tune of the Overwatch victory theme. Nice. Hey, uh, sexy uh, Soldier 76, let's let's do this. What's going on? How's it going? Collective conclusion much? Yeah, collective. Maybox says, a dick in a box in a box. Dick in a box. Dick in, in a, a box, boot box, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Riven says, a four-foot statue of a new hero to be revealed in Overwatch. Nice, that'd be that'd awesome. Be nice, yeah. Garasar says, Dr. Phil is going to pop out and talk to the toxic, salty players of Overwatch. Hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> we need Dr. Phil now more than ever. Catch me outside. How about that? No. Solify says, uh, and in the box, nothing. Absolutely nothing. You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you should have picked the red snapper. You know what would be funny? If You're there so actually stupid. was nothing in the box and... It was just like a, one of those classic Blizz trolls. Yes, that'd be so amazing. Just like, there's nothing in here. I would be happy with that. Yeah, because, no. Just because that's the ultimate troll thing yeah. to do. From, I wouldn't mind if Blizz trolled me. Fuck, that'd be great. And ni- nice one, Solified. Sick reference, bro. Wargus says, what's in the box? Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Ah, another sick reference, bro. I don't get it. That's, that's from um, Seven. 
It's from the movie Seven. Why Seven? Um, because it's for Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, got it, got it. It's a spoiler and a half about the end of the movie. Got it. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the box? Oh, what's in the box? Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a vine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, cereal or yep, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, Crocodile <laughs> says, a block of ice and we have to watch it melt until we can see what's inside. <laughs> hey, I'd stand there. Why, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Time well spent at BlizzCon. I'll tell you what, I'll be back in an hour. Yeah. And we'll check on it. <laughs> Mew Cow says, a box in the box, in a box, in a box, in a box, and inside that box is a new Nendroid figure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I would be actually disappointed if that happened, but... Yay, a new figurine. <laughs> Yay. Uh, L-Train says Diablo 4 or a pillar Ooh. rising out of the box holding a cell phone to announce their new mobile game. Nice, nice. That'd be cool. I hope it's any kind of big announcement like that that came out of a loot box because that just makes it so much better. Yeah. Esemonoi says, I think it's going to be something completely new in the box that isn't the new WoW X pack. It's going to be that or sweet fuck all. Probably. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Draven Dresden says, uh, I know I answered earlier, but I wasn't being serious. I know what it'll be. There'll be a giant cake inside, and they are going to ask this to go on stage, and out pops Ian. Oh, my God. Ugh, covered in cake. I hope it's vegan. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that would be great. K-Boff says I Diablo 2 remastered info. <laughs> I'm going to cut you off right there because you're really going to keep going. I think that would be the greatest thing of all. Namin says, Namin, I'm hoping it's something to do with a mobile Overwatch type deal that'll be completely unexpected. Indeed. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we already know a Chinese developer who they could just lift that from because it's already Fuck done. that guy. <laughs> He's going down. Ali says, maybe an RTS to introduce more Overwatch story and lore type mobile deal. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be really great. Uh, Thayer says, okay, the pop out is the reveal for the next WoW expansion. Think a life-size model of the next big bad. Ooh. I don't know what it is, but the equivalent of Lich King, Garrosh, or Blackwing for their respective expansions. You guys want a spoiler? It's Hogger. Oh, God, No. <laughs> Let's move over to, to the Twitter answer. Ojimon at C. Atkinson says, Overwatch loot box is going to be jerseys for the Overwatch League teams. Big franchise reveal with merch. Woo! I'd love that. That'd be pretty I sweet. some fucking merch. Uh, Thin Beanie says, I think Chris Metzen's going to pop out of the loot box. There you go. I think you're right. <laughs> and we got an email from Joe B. And what does Joe B say? Joe B says, what I'd like to see is the box opens there and there's a weapons rack of like five swords. Everyone's like, what the fuck does that mean? Okay. Then we learn that they're making weapon skins <gasps> that you can swap into normal skins. Basically, all skins have a default weapon, but on the tab where the golden is, you now see a list of different weapons you can choose for any skin. The tab only has two things, normal or golden, with a lot of room for more weapon skins. Yeah. Oh. More customization is always welcome. Hell yes. Always. What do you Good question. Gonna, yeah. What do you think is going to be in the box? Um, I don't know. I'm not great at predictions, honestly, but I I would hope that it would be like one of those um, Phantom, uh, what was it, the Phantom Reigns or uh, the Phantom Mount from Heroes of the Storm because uh -huh. it's a horse that just has the draped uh, sheet over it. You think there's going to be a horse in the Yeah, box? I hope it's the horse with the with the sheet over it that sure, has the painting of the horse. Because that's <laughs> fucking Overwatch, isn't it? Um, I hope that's it. I think it's going to be medicine. I really like the Ian Cake idea. I also wouldn't be mad if it was a bunch of sandwiches for everybody. You know that would when also be awesome. You know when Subway caters? It'd be like that. Like, just like a bunch of, like, <laughs> Subway catering. It's a giant, like, product placement. Yeah. This this uh, stage, this loot box sponsored by Subway. Here you go. Yeah. Sandwiches for everyone. How could you be mad at that? How could you be mad at that? I don't know. I guess I couldn't. Oh, I love sandwiches. Okay, so this next question is a little abstract, but just deal with it. <laughs> if, you, if you want to. Okay. Um, if you could enchant one piece of clothing in real life, 
What piece of clothing would it be? I think I know the answer already. <laughs> and what would the enchant do? Would it make you faster on your way to work? Would it make your shirt glow in the dark, maybe? Ooh, color changing. Um, like like hypercolor from the yeah. 80s. Would it make you smarter on cooldown? I don't know. Just, mm, just tell me. Like, what, interesting. Just use your imagination. What, what, like, think about yourself, your daily needs. What, what, would, what would benefit you? Mine what would if, be gloves that I could that would make me a, able to play any instrument, including the pink flute, <laughs> the skin flute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, play that so very very I need, well. I need gloves to uh, make my hands vibrate, <laughs> vibrate, wow, and yes, heat yes. up a little bit, not too hot, and uh, secrete lubrication. <laughs> wow, I think I just invented something. Wow, but yes, yeah, so. If you could enchant one piece of piece of clothing IRL, which piece of clothing would it be? And what would the enchant do? Listener feedback time! Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks. Okay, so we've got some emails this week, and I will read the first one. Hey, Fist and Thrawn. <laughs> Damn it. Suck it. <laughs> I just happened to find your podcast by listening to CTR. I think the one I was listening to, Thist was on. Right away, I was interested from your cute laugh and sexy voice, Thist. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you it would work. The flirting, it's working. Uh, parentheses, he says. I hope that's not weird. It's not weird at all. Um, and your sense of humor and wittiness. I went, I need to Google liking balls right the fuck now. Ahem, by the way, I got no X-rated pics from the image search, I did, however, get a lot of golf tips slash picks that I found interesting. It's very strange. That's not true. There's, there's no, it's true. There's, I did. Total... I, I literally just did this this week from a, a clean browser that's not my home browser where I normally <laughs> look, filthy look browser. for this stuff. Yeah, not from the filthy browser <laughs> I have at home. I went from a, a clean one in, in a completely different area with a completely different login, and apparently, lag is a, a golf term, something about the, oh. the ball spin or some shit. So, <laughs> lagging balls. Okay, I get it. So there is that definitely comes up. Stupid golf ruining our tagline. Uh, so anyway, but I'm so glad I did. You two have instantly become my favorite Blizzard gaming podcast. Aww. Thank you. You guys have an amazing chemistry, and I always look forward to the opening segment. I always find myself chuckling and or laughing at the funny content you bring to the show opener. But even after the opening, the whole time I'm listening, I'm just engaged. Dist and Thorne always have the latest and greatest news and provide it in a way that keeps you interested in what they have to say. And of course, you're waiting for the next dick or fart joke, too. <laughs> we don't make those. Poop. <laughs> fart. But I also love how involved you are with the community and how you encourage people to get involved with your show. You guys have really made a great community. Balls to the walls. Amazing. <laughs> you two are doing amazing work, and I hope it continues because my drive to and from work would not be the same. I've listened to the show while working, and I think my coworkers think I'm crazy because I burst out laughing randomly, especially if it's a slow and quiet day in the office. So far, episode 120, Frozen Starfish. Man, I love Limp Bizkit. Then they went the way of the suck. Has been my favorite episode. Just fucking amazing. The story that was told on the show was so heartwarming and touching and so damn true. The episode made me realize just how something so simple as a game can bring people closer together in ways the naysayers of gaming have no idea what games in the community behind them can do. The bullshit media always talks about how this game is violent and has sex and you rip off 
some guy's head and shit down their neck. Thanks, Duke Nukem 3D. <laughs> if they would take a second to look past all the fake violence in the video games and see it as an art, they would see it's the people and the community behind the mindless button smashing that makes it some of the best people I've ever met in my life to call friends and some family. It's also thanks to people like you that work effortless effortlessly to build an outstanding community like this one that can bring a student and teacher together in a way where that student will become a bigger, better person in this crazy world we live in. So thank you so much. I am so happy I found you guys. Please, please keep up the amazing content you bring. Maybe if I get the courage to stream or podcast, I'll be up there with you. I am scared to fail, I guess. But every time I listen to you, I feel more encouraged. So one day, maybe maybe soon, I'll share the intertubes waves with your awesomeness. <laughs> one day, I'll make it to BlizzCon and shake the hands of the two most talented podcasters I've ever listened to. Thist and Thorne, you guys really are amazing. Thank you so much for your hard work. P.S. What really makes me sad is I think I have a crush on Thist. Shh, don't tell her. I won't tell her. Shh. And it can and, and and it can never happen. Only because, well, for the alliance. Actually, for you, this I'd convert to horde. You guys are fucking awesome. Keep it up, Riven. Nice. Yep. Uh, sorry, I, I'm not into alliance people, but uh, <laughs> thank you. It's very flattering. I will not tell this. I'll keep that a secret between me and you and Thorin and everybody else who's listening. But yeah, no, that's that's totally right. Um, I'm glad you brought up. Uh, you know, just people who have the wrong impression about video games and and try to use the whole, like, oh, it's violent, and the violence will, like, bleed over into real life, and then the kids will be violent. It's like, nah. Yeah. I don't think, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. And it's, it's, it's sad because, like, the people who feel that way will never know just how important the community is and... As we've seen, this community is very important, and it means everything to some people, myself included. And I know you feel the same way, Thorn. So absolutely. But yeah, thank you so much, Riven, for the kind words and for that email. It was really sweet, and uh, I hope you do try to podcast someday because if we can do it, anybody can do it. Okay, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> okay, we also got an email from Bill. Bill says, "Hi, I didn't know if I should put this in the Discord, and if so, into which text channel? So I'm sending it here." I was the outcast at my high school. I'm 35, so you all know the time period when I went to school. I didn't really have many friends, only two really, and only one I talk to now. The other friends I had were nice to me because they were really good friends with my other two friends. I mainly wore black everything, jeans, t-shirts, and a jean jacket almost every day. I lived in Indianapolis, Indiana most of my life, and it, if you remember what happened in, in another school around this time, it wasn't looked at nicely. I mainly walked and ran away from, I so wish I just had a teacher like this back then. I was a gamer back then, but mainly only on the PS1 and mainly RPGs. Most of the people I went to school with didn't play the types of games, and if they did, I wouldn't have known because they wouldn't have trusted me. Uh, have you ever heard of heard of the Vampire the Masquerade? If not, it's like D&D where you play as vampires. Cool. There was a game going on in the school, and I wasn't able to join because they thought I would take it too far and bite people for real. <laughs> and that's totally funny because you can ask anyone that knows me, and they'll tell you, I'm one of the people with the biggest hearts they've ever seen. I try to help everyone out, even if it hurts me. I'm going to tell my my friend, the one from high school, as a teacher about th what this lady did. He would also love it because he's a big gamer and loves Blizzard. I love your guys' podcast. I found out about you guys from the CTR podcast, and I'm bifactional. But I love my dark queen. I can't wait until the next ne uh, the next podcast. Also, Fist, I voted for you both rounds of the Azeroth Roundtables pre-BlizzCon podcast. Oh, thank Yay. you. We didn't even bring that up this week. Um, thank you for that. And... Uh, just uh, just to comment on uh, the reaction from last week's uh, email, this isn't the the first uh, reaction we've got from it. Actually, 
that email last week, the super emotional one from the teacher about her student um, connecting through Blizzard games, that really struck a chord with our community. I received several messages from people wanting to know if there were any updates, uh, people offering advice, and people wanting to help people actually you know, buying things for the student and the teacher, um, wondering how they were doing. And, and most of all, and including people we've known for years, just people opening up to us about, uh, just like Bill did, uh, about their, their time in high school and growing up and how they struggled and how that they wished that they had a really cool teacher to connect with and wish that they had this Blizzard community back then that they could, you know, escape to. Yeah, I mean... It's been take, an interesting week for us. Absolutely. Because if you, if you take a moment and think about how acceptable video games are now, mm-hmm. it's part of the mainstream. Twitch is a big thing that a lot of people know about. Not everybody yet, but it's getting there. Um, esports is becoming a part of college programs. It's becoming a part of TV on the major networks and things like that. Like, it's really coming out. Video games are becoming more and more acceptable as a pastime and as a community-oriented thing. But that's recent. Yeah. That's very recent. Within the past few years, few years. So that those of us who have been living in this stuff, that doesn't seem like news to us. But if you look around, you'll see that the openness to this and the mindset is changing on these things, whereas that has not been the case in the past. So all of these stories that are popping up, you know, that's this is the real deal of being a gamer, an old school gamer. You know, you were you were not part of the crowd. This guy was saying he had basically two friends. Yeah. You know, and he was playing this game. And even when some other people were interested in this D&D type thing, he wasn't allowed because they thought he was too weird. But when he was exactly the right person to be involved with that, yep. which was just unfortunate. So, you know, that's the sort of thing where like even things like D&D are becoming much more mainstream, much more yeah. acceptable. The the future is bright for gamers, Absolutely. especially young ones. And RPG, so. us, us geeks of the world unite yeah. up in this. <laughs> but but thank you, Bill, for that. And thank you for, for opening up. I know that's not easy, especially when... It's probably going to be read on an extremely public podcast, so yeah. thank you for that. So, uh, like I said, uh, the community really opened up uh, their hearts to uh, the teacher who wrote in last week about she and her student. Um, we haven't heard anything back yet, but we will keep you guys updated when we do. Uh, we received an- another uh, very heartfelt email from another listener who wanted to offer some advice to the student and to anyone else sort of struggling with life, growing up, being in school, or just basically uh, in a bad spot. So uh, this is a long one, but I think it's important to read. Um, if you guys are getting kind of tired of LB having these like super uh, uh, emotional endings, <laughs> um, just no, this isn't going to be the norm, but... Uh, it's just, it's kind of important to us to kind of just sort of wrap this this all up, and this email does that nicely. So uh, I'm going to dive into that. Um, so be prepared. Y'all ready? I'm ready. And this is from Saint. 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 Okay, here we go. Hello, you two wonderfully inappropriate people. I love you right back. Love you. Love you too. I had a pretty spectacular day yesterday. I listen to podcasts while I drive all night, every night, and last night I had the first ever treat of hearing Thist on your cast and then on the latest CTR podcast immediately afterwards. I've been listening to CTR for quite some time, but just added LB to my list after being exposed to Thist. <laughs> a lot of people are exposed to me. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, on your cast and, uh, wait. 
supposed to this on CTR cast a month or so ago. I have very few reasons to smile in my life, and you make me literally laugh out loud. You're a blessing to me and many others, I'm sure. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Um, I have to say that I didn't exactly listen to the podcast back-to-back. Not immediately, anyway. Because of the listener email you shared, I spent a couple of, couple of hours writing in silence and thinking before I played the CTR cast. I have no idea how to put everything that I would like to tell you into an email that won't look like a novel by the time I'm done, but I'll do my best. I'm sure many people were touched by the young man's situation and his teacher's caring intervention. I'll share a small part of my story to let you and him know he's far from alone in the struggle. If you would rather forward this to him or his teacher rather than read it on the cast, I understand. I did, actually, forward this to them. Uh, if this helps anyone else who's struggling, it may be worth sharing. I'll leave that for you to decide. My father left shortly after I was born, and my mother was a drunk and worse. I was starved, beaten, literally tortured, and worse. Yes, there are things worse than torture. Repeatedly over an extended period of time while I was four and five. I moved around a lot, and for one reason or another, for one reason or another, but unfortunately kept ending up back with my mother. By the time I was 16, I was drinking heavily and regularly, but somehow still maintained good grades, thank goodness. I moved out on my own when I bought an old car at 16 and lived in it until I joined the military straight out of high school. I had no desire to go to college, and I had no idea how I would manage it if I was, if I did want to go. I did have a tremendous amount of anger and frustration. The military was the perfect place for me. My life goal at 16 was to become a ranger then a Green Beret to gain the necessary skills to become a mercenary. Wow. Then leave the military and travel the world killing bad people. I suppose most 16-year-olds have lists of people they'd like to date, bands they would like to see, or schools they'd like to attend. I had a hit list. That's the darker side of why the military was good for me. The positive side was that in the military, you are only known for who you are and what you do today. No one knows who your family is, if you have a family. No one knows if you're rich or poor, abused or normal, whatever that is. All anyone knows is the person they see standing before them. It was a clean slate, and that was exactly what I needed. I did go on to become an Army Ranger and a Green Beret. Nice. At the age of 21, I was accepted in... I was accepted and in... Bleh. At the age of 21, I accepted an invitation from a fellow Ranger to visit his family in the mountains to go hiking and shooting and basically decompress for a few days. It sounded like a great time. I wasn't good with people, but I was great at climbing, hiking, and shooting. What I didn't expect was the feeling that hit me like a brick when I met his family and his fiance's family. I met people, family, who spent time together, supported each other, respected and even loved each other. It made me do some soul searching. I realized that I never spoke to anyone outside of work except to argue with them and that I literally never touched another human being in my lifetime except to hurt them, which I did exceptionally well and often. I decided on the drive back to base to quit drinking. Wow. What would come after that i had no idea i had already i already had orders to attend the special forces qualification course to become a green beret a few months after that trip so i stopped drinking immediately took a month off to get in better shape for the course because rangers aren't already insanely fit right and started another clean slate period after graduating from the course and reaching my new special forces assignment i accepted another invitation from a fellow soldier and visited his church one Sunday. I loved it and started going back to church regularly and was actually happier than I'd ever been. I hadn't thought about it in years, but I recalled at at the time that my mother used to ship me off on a church bus when I was young to get rid of me for a few hours a week. It was a safe place at the time. That's all I knew. On another occasion during during the worst years, I was taken to live in a church with some other kids one of the times I was taken away from her. It was quiet, clean, safe, and not too brief. 
Maybe that's why I was immediately so comfortable in my new church home. I don't know. I do know that I gave up on the notion of becoming a mercenary and instead thought my life might be worth living and that I would love to meet someone and build a family of my own someday. I didn't know how to do it, but I was certainly knew what not to do. The new phase of my life in the military wasn't perfect, but it was great being sober and free of hatred and regret. Quite a few years have passed since then. I did marry, divorce, and a few years ago finally won custody of my youngest son. So now I'm a single dad looking back at life that took some pretty profound turns. I see my teenage son struggling with the issues of today and stubbornly holding on to the baggage of hurt, anger, and disappointment that he endured with his mother in the years it took me to get him back. I was never a proponent proponent of counseling when I probably needed it myself, but I can tell you that if I didn't take my son to counseling, I seriously doubt that my little boy would be alive today. He's healing now. I see him smile once in a while, maybe once a week or so. My heart soars when I see him smile. A parent shouldn't have to notice that their child only smiles a few times a month, but I'll take it over not seeing him at all. Life isn't perfect, but it's pretty good, and I, we've, come a long way. That was a very long-winded way of getting to my point. I wanted to give you some background so that what I say isn't dismissed as a cliche or something that I took 10 seconds to Google for inspiration. There's a lifetime of walking the walk behind my advice. The young man you mentioned is nearing a clean slate period in his life. Thankfully, he has, at the very least, one exceptional teacher to guide him and this strange and wonderful community of geeks to stand beside him. Here's the quote that came to mind when I heard his story. It's Ralph Waldo Emerson, and it meant a lot of a lot to me over the years. What lies behind us and what lies before us are small matters compared to what lies within us. And when we bring what is in us out into the world, miracles happen. None of the garbage from your past matters. Nothing that people say about you and your future matters. Buddy, you are a miracle in the making. You might not be the next Chris Metzen, but then again, you might. You might only be that amazing, caring, and creative to the handful of people you work with, to the person you choose to share your brilliant life with, and maybe someday with your own kids. And you know what? That is beautiful. It wasn't a thing when I was a teenager. If it was, I might have chosen the path that you have, game development. My my lifelong, fierce desire to protect other people and to do bad things to bad people more than likely would have guided me towards cybersecurity. Who knows? That's why I made a tank and a rogue. (laughs) I tell my son the same thing I will tell you. The world is at your feet right now. You are brilliant and capable of succeeding at whatever you choose. Whatever you choose. Do it with all your might. Do it with passion, honor, integrity, and most of all, with your heart. If you or someone else hasn't already done it, I'd like to make sure this fellow gets a BlizzCon virtual ticket. Please let me know if you'd like me to make that happen and how you can facilitate it. Something else I've learned over the years is that networking is tremendous. If someone in your LB family is in a position to offer or recommend this young man for an internship or some other way to gain entrance into the field, it would be wonderful to see that happen. Keep up the great work, you two. Listening to you is one of the brightest parts of my week. Always, Saint. Wow, man. Yeah. So, how fuck... Again. (laughs) Don't know what to say, but you're absolutely right. Um... We would love for you to uh, give this student a BlizzCon virtual ticket. That's, yeah, that's very generous of you. That would be amazing. Uh, Look, thank you for the honesty of your story. That's yeah. a lot to reveal about yourself. Thank you for your service in the military. I think the honesty behind that as well is another side to things that um, I think is um, absolutely interesting but also um revealing to a lot of people i think it's 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 simple for everybody to 
not really dismiss isn't the right word, but for when somebody brings up military service, it's easy for everybody to say, Hey, thank you for your service. Um, but what a lot of people don't realize is there's, there's a lot behind that. And, and sometimes it's for reasons of honor, integrity, and, and, and love for your country. And other times it's a little darker. So, you know, I, I appreciate that you were willing to share that with us and even seeing the change. Um, it doesn't mean you love your country any less. It doesn't mean your service means any less than anybody else's. And, you know, it's all, it's all equal in that, in that regard. Um, but there, there are some dark things that people go through and the ways that you choose to interact with the world and what you choose to give to the world as a result. Um, just like that Ralph Waldo Emerson quote, it, it's so important how that comes out and the people who are around you who can influence you and inspire you and change your mind about things or open you to new ways of looking at things. This is a prime example. I think, I think I agree with you. Normally we might look at a longer email like this and we, we, we would balk at first. We would hesitate because, um, a long email is a difficult thing to read on an audio podcast, as you can imagine. But this kind of story, um, is one of those ones that's just, it resonates very well. It, it ties back obviously to the, the target, which is the, the, the teenager's story from before. Um, and it's just such a worthwhile story to tell. So thank you so much for sharing something so personal. Absolutely. And it highlights reading this email, just sort of like it can summarize what we've been experiencing this week as far as this community that we love, that we, you know, every day we just like make dick jokes and share memes with each other. And it's fucking great. We play games. But this week in particular, like we've seen the real heart of this community, um, not for the first time, but just this time it's been overwhelming. So uh, we wanted to read this this email just to sort of tie that up. So um, if we get um, updates from the teacher about the student, we, of course, will tell you guys um, as that happens. But uh, for now, um, yeah. thank you guys so much Let, for everything. And, and let's not expect that either. You know, we don't, we don't interfere with that at all. So if that happens, cool. If not, then everybody just thank you so much for all your support on that stuff. And, yeah. and let's just hope for the best on that and, and hope that things are going well with him because it sounds like the the whole story was encapsulated as there was an issue and now he's on a positive path, right? So this is this is a good thing to begin with. Um, we all hope for updates and that's cool. But if not, just double guns to you. You know, like you stay on the good path, man. Like we're here for you. Um, and uh, thanks again to the teacher and everybody who's um, supporting. Yeah. In the meantime, there were even more emails. So apologies to those we aren't getting to this week. Yeah, we've um, had some long ass shows us. lately. Yeah, bear with us guys. There's a, there's a few. Um, <laughs> um, but, and, we, um, and we still have some stuff uh, on this show that we absolutely. still need to cover. So we want to thank new patrons this Holy week. Holy crap. Um, so I guess because of last show and you guys are just so sweet and wonderful, like we, we read an email about, you know, a, a teacher and a student and the student kind of needed help. So the community just like did a fucking backflip for him and, and, <laughs> and did some shit. And then they're also like, Hey, um, also let's just support LB for some reason. Apparently. So we got 10 new patrons. 10. Uh, Holy crap. Holy shit. Uh, Pontus, seven, Scott, Tack, Donnie, Tat Jude, Riven, Ed, Mew, and internet of words. Oh my God. You guys, thank you. So much for your support. Like, I'm floored. Like, how do we deal with this? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. But thank you guys. Thank you to the rest of the patrons. Um, hopefully, we'll see all of you at our first patron meetup. We're going to try to do that monthly. We, we want your feedback. We want to know what's going on with you guys. We want to get to know you better. Um, for everyone who can't be a patron, um, we love you guys too. Thank you so much for listening, for downloading, subscribing. 
watching the LBS, hanging out with us in Discord and Twitter and Facebook. Um, and thank you for leaving iTunes reviews. We've got two more this week, and I will read them thusly. Uh, the first one's from Johnny MC123, and he says, uh, A fun and rare two-of-a-kind show. After stumbling upon the LB podcast three weeks ago, I was instantly hooked. As I am sure has been mentioned before, this show has fantastic chemistry. It makes all the content fun and informational. Thank you for sharing your talent with us. Talent. Hey, if you want to call it talent, that's fine. <laughs> Mostly, like, have you seen Ace Ventura 2? Like, we're literally bending over and using our asses to talk <laughs> into the microphone. Johnny, your, your check's in the mail, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and another one from Ripper522 says, always goes to the top of the list. This is the one podcast that I will play as soon as it pops into my feed, no matter what. Damn. That Holy crap. is a compliment. Holy shit. Thorn and Thist are hilarious and genuinely love, genuinely love their audience. That is also true. Even though they are filthy hordies, <laughs> they are my favorite WoW podcast to listen to, even over my own guild cast. Shh, don't tell Pat Crane. We won't tell Pat Crane. <laughs> Let me just <coughs> text him real quick. Um <laughs> I can't wait for each new episode and what craziness it'll bring with it. 10 out of 10 must listen if you enjoy any aspect of the Blizzard universe. Holy crap, Hot you guys. Damn. That's some fucking, like, bitchin' ass reviews. Can't remember what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking overwhelmed. Like, you guys, like, we sit here for an hour and talk about bullshit, and you guys just, like, want to support the shit out of it, and it's flabbergasting. I'm flabbergasting. If, if that's a word, but it is now. Um, we can't thank you guys enough. We do genuinely fucking love you guys. Absolutely. I mean. You're the whole reason we're here. Yes. We would not be doing this if you guys weren't here, but you are, and we feel that, and we love you. So and look, thank if you, you so much. If you are a listener, and you're loving this stuff, and um, or even if you think it's as mediocre as it really is, then <laughs> but you want to be uh, in with like-minded people, we have a Discord. We have a guild. Get up in these things, you guys. We we need you in here. We want you in here. Yes. Um. You you can know that this is a safe place for all of you guys to be filthy and horrible and terrible. And as long as you're not being a dick to each other, that's the one rule. Yep. So get up in here. We've got um. Get up in it. We've we've got a Discord. It's Bitly. That's b i t dot l y slash l b Discord. That's Bitly slash l b Discord. So join that. Um, even if you're new to Discord, we can help you out. Yep. Um, there's tons of discussion. There's daily ongoing discussion at all hours of the day, every day, 24-7. It's pretty awesome. Totally. Um, and the guild is on Boulder Fist US. It is a PvP guild. Get over yourself. It's not a problem. At, talk to any... server. Sorry, yes. Nobody in the guild PvPs except me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, if that concerns you, just don't be concerned. It's not... It's a low pop server, so there's not a ton of people going out and like ganking you like crazy. And if they do, Thist is going to swoop the hell in because she lives for that Please moment. Please give me a reason to but, unleash them. <laughs> but you can, but you don't have to take our word for it. You can pop into the Discord and ask some people on there. And there has been a recent discussion about that in particular. It's not a problem. So get up in here. Um, if you have a horde tune, start a new one over here. Test it out. See if it's your thing. Yeah. Um, if you don't start one over here, we'll we'll show you how to get around for the different cities that you're not used to because you you're used to walking around um, ridiculous fantasy lands like Stormwind or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, get up in here because we love you and we want you in this in this bit. Cool. So now we have an interview with Spaz Wesson of Reigns of Azeroth, and that will wrap up the show. So uh, we hope you guys enjoyed that uh, recap of the Extra Life charity stream, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, Felicia. Thank you. <laughs> All right, everyone, we've got with us tonight Spaz Wesson, host of Reigns of Azeroth, a podcast about collecting everything in World of Warcraft with his co-host, the lovely Sirius. He is a guildmate, a podmate, 
and a great bait mate who's eight for eight. Thanks for joining me, Spaz. <laughs> G'day, what's going on? <laughs> Dude, you, uh, I just want to, like, thank you outright because, you know, uh, Croc Argyle had this really great idea to do um, a charity stream uh, through our Discord and everything like that, and she kind of brought it all together through Extra Life because she'd done that before, uh, and you jumped right in on that, not only being, you know, such a cheerleader about helping the children, but also jumping in to give of your own time and for no small amount either. Uh, you know, being in Australia, it made a lot of sense and was super convenient for me that you <laughs> were willing to jump in um, on a time slot that was, you know, roughly 3 a.m. on my end after a long week of work on a Friday night slash Saturday morning, and then you kind of took over for like six whole hours and raised money. So thank you so much, man. Yeah, yeah, it was... I mean, every, every time I've I've heard of, you know, people doing the, the streams that the like 24 hours, it's like, well, when it's like stupid o'clock over there, like eight o'clock in the afternoon in the evening here. So like it, it's not too bad. I mean, originally I was like, yeah, I can stream for probably like four, maybe five hours. And you were just like the middle of the fucking night, mate. What are you doing? I'm like. <laughs> Like eight till midnight for me, it's nothing special. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I appreciate it. it. It not only filled a key time slot, um, but you also went the extra mile and set your own goal. And then, unbeknownst to me at the time, decided to fill the rest of any goal that you didn't meet with your own cash, which is just even further above and beyond. So, on behalf of the children, thank you, sir. That's no problems. I mean, the minimum you could set was a hundred, and I was like, you know what? It's a hundred bucks, and it just means I can't buy whatever the next PS4 game that comes out is. So. <laughs> Fair enough. For a good cause. Yeah. And I appreciate that. So what did you what did you play? Because I only caught like the beginning and the end of the stream because I, I, I ran away and slept and then came back in between. So I didn't actually get to see the stream. So off the top of my head... Oh Jesus Christ, what did I... What would... <laughs> we played some PUBG. First was something with... Um, yeah, gotcha. Okay, right on. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't remember what was first. It was something with big metal suits of armor and, like, dark hallways. Oh, uh, yeah, that was... Um, and you had a friend with you when you guys were shooting. That was Space Hulk uh, Death Watch. It's... Um, Space Hulk Death Watch. I'd not even heard of that it's one. It's based in the Warhammer 40k universe, um, and you play as elite of the elite. Like, like, um... Awesome. Like a special ops unit, like a, um... They t technically don't exist. Um, if you know anything about 40k, um, they get pulled from their chapter, which is like the massive part of the army. They get pulled from the chapter, they get their armor completely repainted in black, and they get told, like, when they get chosen, their, um, their superiors just get told, yeah, they died. Pretend they don't exist anymore. And then they basically go on suicide missions. Wow. Uh, yeah, from there on out, so... Yeah. Well, it was pretty sweet. I remember seeing flamethrowers and you guys were using the environment to just survive some onslaughts of monsters that were really hard to see because it was dark. I don't know. It looked really it cool. It is. It is. The only thing I'd suggest is make sure you play it with at least one other person because if you're playing it solo, the AI are so dumb. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Good to it, know. It, 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 pair, it pairs you up with three other, like, basic um, classes and it, like, 
two specialists and a healer, basically. And the healer only has a certain number of charges that they can use, whereas multiplayer, it's just on a cooldown. And okay. so I was like, that's really that's a really weird decision, game-wise. Yeah, um, crazy. But, but And the AI just kind of walk around in circles. Like, they stay as close to you as possible, and it's like, I'm walking down a corridor that's a meter wide, and I'm technically 90 centimeters worth of friggin' armor. Uh, you can't walk next to me, mate. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. We've, um, we did some squad, uh, some squad games in PUBG as well, which was fun. And how, how many were in the squad? Uh, the four of us. Nice. Yeah, we pulled in uh, a couple of other guild mates who are ready to go. That's awesome. So PUBG's really been making a hell of a splash, but for anybody who's not familiar, it's a first-person shooter. You get dropped onto a map that's uh, that's pretty big, and there's a, a slowly shrinking area on that map from the very beginning. The time is ticking, and the area is going to shrink down to a very, very small circle at the end. So whoever is left um has to race toward the center of that kill each other and try to be the last man standing pretty much a hundred people get dropped into that zone roughly um the funny thing is the final the final zone is probably about uh, a circle about like maybe five to maybe 10 meters in diameter and it's just like there was a game that i saw where um there was a guy, he's just like, okay, this is final circle, and it says there's 12 people alive. I don't see any of them. And it was just like, everyone's just hiding in a bush. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's all you can do at the end, right? Yeah, and um, actually finally, he got a solo uh, win the other day. Um, scared the oh, living congratulations. Sh- scared the living shit out of the people I was in um, TeamSpeak with. Um <laughs> Because I, <laughs> I was I was silent. It's the final five. I was crawling around. I had to run up a beach, um, out of like off a bo- jump off a boat, get up the water off off the beach without getting absolutely wrecked, which I almost did. Um, and which I'm is just a really like, wide open space too. Yeah, and the worst thing is like when you're well, the thing is if you're in the water, you can't actually get shot. As soon as bullets hit the water, they disappear basically. Which is something that the developers okay. aren't aren't too big a fan of. They're trying to fix that, and you can't shoot from the water. You're just swimming. Like you just see your hands moving. So that's like you you can't do anything, but you also can't really get hit. But it's you know a bit of a weird tactic to stay in the water. And so I I got up on the hill and I'm lying there and I'm just like, okay, how many people are left? Okay, it says three. So that's me plus two others. And then out of nowhere, to my like right in front of me, a guy just stands up. And I'm just like, the hell is this guy doing? And so I, <laughs> and I had a silence from one of my weapons, so I just shot him in the head, and he was gone. And I'm like, all right, so it's me and one other guy. And then I noticed him like peeking out behind a tree, and I was like, all right, I've got a giant machine gun uh, that I got from a, a loot crate, basically. So I uh, I crawled up as close as I could, and then just riddled him. <laughs> it was actually really funny. And then I screamed very loudly. <laughs> was this the was this <laughs> was this the first person version or the third person version? Uh, a third person, but obviously aiming so that, sight. I was I was first person shooting at the guy. So yeah, fair enough. Well, I just mean the only reason I was asking was because of the thing I've noticed in my very very limited playtime on this is that the the third person view actually lets you it actually gives you a bit of an advantage when you're hiding behind something like a tree because you can yeah. see around it without being exposed. So so yeah, that was even so, more perilous than it sounds because he could see you and shoot at you without knowing <laughs> without exposing yeah. himself too much. Yeah, the other the other I mean everyone's in third person. 
unless they're aiming down sights, so it's not really like, oh, you have an advantage. But there are servers where it's locked first person. So everyone right, plays first person. Advantage over that. Yeah. So, yeah. And if, and if one's out in the open versus one who's behind something, in first person view, if you're behind something, you can't you can you can use the peak option to like lean out but you can't you can't remain in full cover and still see around it like you can in third person so all i'm getting at is it was even more perilous and you came out on top so nicely done mm. <laughs> yeah oh and the other thing i was playing before that at first was um the crash bandicoot and sand trilogy i was going through and doing yes. some of the time trials nice. on that awesome you know what i somebody was very recently Linking a bunch of music from that. Oh, the soundtrack to that's those games is great. Yeah, play the living. I I didn't have play the living hell out of them when I was a kid, and I was just like, all three of the games in one on PS4 sounds fucking great. <laughs> that's awesome. So had you had you done one of these uh, charity gra- drives before? Um, no, not exactly. I mean, I joined you guys for your 24 hour stream that you guys did for your episode 100. But right, um, yeah, definitely, which was awesome. I haven't specifically done charity uh, streams myself, but um, I am looking into streaming more once once I move into the new house, which is where I'm going this afternoon. <laughs> so, oh, nice, right on. So that's pending, yeah. huh? Yeah, we've um, well, yeah, everything's done. We've signed all the papers and stuff. We just need to go in and and uh, clean the place up, and then spend a couple hours lost in IKEA. <laughs> For furniture. <laughs> oh my god. That's always an adventure in and of itself. Well, look, man, thanks again so much. This was super generous of you. Again, not only just your time, but also your own cash, especially in the midst of what you're doing here with a, a new house, which is a big deal. So I really, really want to sincerely thank you both uh, very much um, because if it's coming out of your pocket, it's coming out of Sirius's pocket as well. So thank you both so much. Um, and I also want to just encourage everyone if you haven't already, you're missing out check out Reigns of Azeroth on your favorite podcast app and they'll help you get good at finding and collecting the best of the best in World of Warcraft. Spaz, tell them where they can find you. So, um, at the moment we're on hiatus because of the move um, and so once my computer is set up in the new house, we'll be recording again. Uh, we generally record Tuesday nights at 8pm Australian time That's some ungodly hour in the morning for you guys. And <laughs> over in the US, uh, I'm on Twitter at Spaz Wesson, um, the Reigns the Reigns account is at Reigns of Azeroth. Um, my co-host is at Super Serious Thirteen. That's X I I I, not the number thirteen. <laughs> gotcha. So Roman numerals in that regards. Awesome. Well, look, man. Um, on on hiatus or not, you guys have put out so many good shows um, about so many things that people can find in Warcraft. That um, you know, so much of that is going to be evergreen. And so definitely check them out if you haven't already, guys. Thanks again, Spaz. No problems, mate. Hey ballers, send us your thoughts, comments, dick pics, whatever. We appreciate all content and feedback. Now stay tuned for some other stuff that's awesome. The storm known as BlizzCon is almost upon us, and that means once again it's time for podcasters, community personalities, and fans to come together for one of the largest gatherings created by fans for fans. It's Con Before the Storm featuring the fifth annual World of Podcast. It's shaping up to be our largest World of Podcast yet, with participants from over 50 podcasts and additional content being produced before and after the big party at the Anaheim Hilton on November 2nd. 
Even if you can't join us in Anaheim, we do invite you to check out the shows on Alpha Geek Radio or at twitch.tv slash calmbeforestorm. Can't listen to us live? We have you covered with podcast versions of our content available for download on demand via our World of Podcasts show feed on Google Music and Apple Podcasts. For complete information, show schedule, and much, much more, be sure to check out CalmBeforeStorm.com. And also don't forget to follow us on Twitter at CalmBeforeStorm and at World of Podcasts. Thanks for listening, ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Our website is laggingballs.com. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. For Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Google Plus, search laggingballs. Basically, just search laggingballs and you'll find us. But avoid image searches if you know what I mean. <laughs> Until next week, ballers, we love you inappropriately. Um, what are we going to do for two weeks until BlizzCon? I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, this is like supposed to be like the quiet period or whatever, but there's like a ton of news and stuff going down. So I'm going to secrete. Um, like a mucous membrane <laughs> and slowly use that secretion to wrap myself in a chrysalis type cocoon looking thing. Okay. All right. And maybe I'll just nap for two weeks. Well, assuming like the effect of the chrysalis nap will be like sort of like a cryogenically frozen type nap. So I won't know that it's two weeks, you know, like I'll mm. just sleep right through it. And okay. then when I come out. I will absorb the nutrients of the cocoon, <laughs> and when I emerge, I will be some kind of fantastic human with, like, extra nutrients, like a butterfly-type effect, you know awesome. what I'm saying? Oh, that's lovely. That's amazing. Hey, maybe they can put you in the loot box like that. Hey, if Ian's in there with some cake, that's fine with me. Hey-oh! I'm not kidding. <laughs>